0: who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies. And I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. The long game is relationships. Everything is relationships, really. It's just nicer to go get a cup of coffee or a drink at your spot because relationships. I use the bank in town for my business because relationships. When I call, they know who I am. So today we're talking about relationships. Some of the best relationships are the ones you've had the longest. They knew you when you had that bad perm in seventh grade. And some of the best relationships come about because of who you are today. It sounds so ad agency to be like, we are in the relationship business. But really, we all are. I believe business is about relationships. The relationships that you have with your clients and your customers, the relationships you have with your team, the the relationships you have with those in your industry, the friendships you have for support. These are all important relationships to small business owners. So I'm going to riff on some of these. Obviously, there's the client-customer relationship, and without this relationship, you don't have a business. So we spend a lot of time attracting the relationship, nurturing it, and converting this relationship. These relationships, client-customer relationships, they can be so complex depending on how you service your clients. For me, I mostly do one-on-one servicing, so there's an intimacy to our work together. I work closely over a period of time with my clients. I really get to know them. And I also work with their emotions. Like, there's no keeping it separate. You know, is fear preventing them from moving forward? Did imposter syndrome sneak in for the day causing them to doubt themselves? Does overwhelm take them over? I mean, we talk about how real this feeling is all the time. Um, And these emotions and how we move through them, they deepen our relationship. I'm also there when my clients have a win, when they are feeling empowered and confident and they are crushing it. There's bonding with that too. And I don't take the trust that we develop lightly. And it's your relationship with your clients that can get you through tough times. Things go wrong in business all the time, but having a good relationship and good communication can help you to help your customer get through those times, no matter how they manifest. We do so many things in our businesses to encourage client relationships at every stage. From our website to our lead magnet to email campaigns, social media posts and engagement, content videos, podcasts, like these are all expressions of how we connect with each other. Leading with relationships, like that translates across industries and to different business models. If you have a one-to-many model, such as selling a product, like how you develop a relationship with your customers, you know, may look different than me as a one-to-one person, you know, and of course, it's going to be based on the volume that you're doing, like what's your bandwidth. You may develop a relationship via tracking, like using pixels and social media to put your product in front of your customer. You may use email marketing to to develop that relationship, and this is done on so many levels as well what happens post purchase are you dropping a note into the shipment are you sending a follow up email after the item has been delivered you know and i have to say that even as large a volume that some brands do on amazon i've received how do you like your product emails after delivery relationships can also be reinforced through customer service so recently the latch broke on my husband's smoker His hobby is smoking all kinds of meat on the weekend, and I've been a vegetarian for 30 years. Uh, But he wrote the company on a Friday night and let them know about the issue he was having. Uh, On Saturday, he received a call from the owner of the company. You know, he talked to my husband, you know, about some of the particulars of the latch and tried to remedy it for him, but in the end, ended up sending a new latch overnight so he could install it. You know, like, let's just think about that the owner of a company on a Saturday. I mean, what an impression that made on my husband to get troubleshooting from him. And I don't know if this happens all the time with this company, but it just shows a level of emphasis on relationship with the customer. Another way I see so many applying relationship marketing is with MLMs. You know, many of the brands teach the value of relationship marketing because it's taking place within your personal network. MLM salespeople build their business from return customers, so cultivating strong personal and brand relationships like just helps their business. Every MLM product I've ever bought, I've received like just extra special touches from the seller, like a handwritten note of thanks or something along that lines, and it goes a long way. My business coach Jen Lehner, she teaches the importance of handwritten correspondence, like it's a feeling you get from something sent to you in the mail that differs from our daily interactions online. It's memorable. The most successful network marketers, though, are building their teams through relationships. They're showing others the path, what their success looks like, and how they will be supported as a team member. Those successful people have websites of their own, communities of their own, and this is where they're sharing that information and building relationships. What is so great about being in business is the opportunity for relationships. You know, this may not be the introvert's favorite topic, but I, as an extrovert, love the concept of opportunity to develop new relationships. I met one of my now best friends just a few years ago in a mastermind, and it goes back to what I said earlier. We connect with who we are today, and then learn about who we used to be, you know? And so the support that she and I provide each other on our business journeys, like has only brought us closer over the years. And so let's talk about that. Relationships that support you. My business has allowed me to build some amazing female friendships. Ones where we support each other's endeavors, our goals, our families, we share knowledge, And we throw down and have a good time too. You know, the networking I do because of my business, you know, it's the how and who I seek out has helped me to build relationships. You know, I have to say that I've developed my business very much through in-person networking. It's a tactic that works for me because I enjoy going out and meeting new people. Like I take an interest in what they do and help others raise up their businesses just for fun. Like I like to be involved. I like to answer questions. So for me, a fun night totally involves drinks and having some conversation about business or strategy. And I love when people tell me about their businesses and like ask me what to do. With that being said, I really couldn't, separate out talking about masterminds and industry friends and friends you share the journey with. Because these relationships, even though they have all their unique distinctions, but it's overall about building a support network for yourself. So relationships are really about support. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Being an entrepreneur, as we noted with clients, is packed with emotion. And we need our people, our support systems to carry on. You know, masterminds are a great place to learn and ask questions. You can share solutions, be vulnerable, share wins. I mean, you can't always take these conversations home. Your partners don't always understand, like, the feat you just accomplished or the weight of the problem on you or the support that you need. So industry friends, they understand because they share a similar experience. This support and sense of belonging is paramount to going the distance. No one person can know everything. And masterminds and industry friends allow you to learn to solve problems, to discuss approaches, and to expand ideas. I was in a session this week where someone shared an approach and it gave me a whole new insight onto using a tool. You know, there definitely was a collective light bulb moment there. You know, these points of clarity and inspiration come out of being in relationships, you know, so seek out these groups and these networks and like be a part of communities so you can share what you know and connect. This week already... I've had two entrepreneur friends reach out to me. You know, both are doing launches, so they're feeling pressed for time and a bit overwhelmed, and they needed to figure out a solution, and they've tried a few different things. They Googled things, and they tried to figure it out on their own, and then they asked for help, and it was freely given. You know, and it's the same for me this week. Like, I reached out for help from others twice already. No matter how much you know, as I said, you cannot know it all. So I had asked for some website coding help with something that was really like sticking me. And then I also called a friend to see what her system was for something that she's doing in her business that I want to implement in mine. Both of these asks, number one, made me feel supported. And number two, helped me to not reinvent the wheel. Like someone sharing a system that they've created and that's already proven to work gives me insight into how I'd apply it to my own business and saves me time from having to create a system completely from scratch. And this is what relationships do for you. They help you over the hump. They help you when you're under a deadline and they help you without asking for anything in return. You know, I lean on these other business owners who are in my industry. I can ask a question without a lot of backstory because they're familiar with the journey. I can ask very specific, direct questions and get very specific, knowledgeable answers. One group I'm in is made up of about 25 women who are also web designers. And we're from all over the world and we each have our own specialties and interests. But this group has been my go-to for all my years in web design. There are so many little quirks with coding and making things responsive so that they look good on any device. And... You can try something and it won't work and then tweak it and try it again and tweak it and try it again. And, you know, just having this group to turn to over the years has not only saved me in problematic situations, but it's encouraged me, inspired me to be better and has opened my eyes about what my business can look like. So thank you, support school friends. But these types of relationships in our business are just so important. And because I dedicate so much of my time and energy to my work, I want to be in good relationships, ones that energize me. So it's important to acknowledge when things aren't working in a relationship. And I'd be remiss not to talk about this side of things. I've learned that there are certain things that are deal breakers for me. One is negative energy. Like I said, you know, I do my work to be energized and let my ideas flow. So negative energy isn't what I want to surround myself with. I'm a dweller. I dwell on things, and I know that about myself. If I've got negative energy around me, it's hard for me to not keep it running over and over in my head, like replaying scenarios. I like to be proactive and move forward, so I just let those negative energy relationships go. Another one is rule by committee situations where out where there's not a clear lead those tend to be tough client relationships to navigate through so i just let that shit go too another one is those who feel that only their time is valuable and this one really ends up being about respect like with respect comes acting courteous and when someone's too busy to give me the time i need to get what i need that project always needs revisions and It's not the relationship I want to be in. And then sometimes we just realize my work is done here. You know, we enjoy each other and strategies fly out of me. But sometimes we reach a point where the birdie has wings to fly out of the nest. And I may come in, set things up, stay for a bit and lay the foundation. And then the client is strong and empowered to run with things on her own. So I had a client who I worked with for about a year and when we started so much of her business was in flux. There were a lot of situations going on and you know together we formed a direction like we pursued goals, we got her out of the weeds. And then there came a day when we had a conversation, like a breakup of sorts. Like except only it wasn't angry. It was healthy. It was time to let her continue on. You know, I had helped her through a darker time. And in fact, maybe we stayed together too long only because we had developed a mutual admiration for each other. She even said before that day, as we were like trying to reframe how we'd work together, I just like talking to you. (laughs) You know, but it was okay to let go. We both knew she was in a better place to carry on for herself now. So with relationships, we have to sometimes think about moving on for whatever the reason. And that's a long game approach. It makes room for new people and new projects that suit you more where you are at, at this time. You know, and for me, I look forward to this part. You know, one of the favorite things about my business is that it's mostly project based. So with that, I work on something. I'm in this relationship. I'm active in it. And then I let the clients take the reins. So I'm always there for the next step when they're ready and we come back into working together, but I enjoy changing things up. And this approach really fuels my relationships as it's a natural ebb and flow. It's just how my mind works and it keeps me creatively flowing with ideas. How about you? How does your business create and cultivate relationships? Like, do you have a meaningful relationship, maybe with a client or someone in your industry or a supporter that you want to shout out? Let me know on the show page. You know, you can click on the button to leave me a voice message and I'm going to play some on some upcoming episodes. You know, this podcast, that kind of stuff, it's getting fun for me. So I hope to hear from you and I'll see you next week. Hey, so I'm back with what I'm loving right now. And this actually goes really well with the episode of relationships. So I am loving this new doTERRA little group of essential oil mixtures. It's called Emotional Aromatherapy, six ready to use essential oil blends they have a little rollerball applicator. And it's funny because I get my oils from my girl Jen at Tuscan Wellness. You can check her out tuscanwellness.com and she's really knowledgeable about oils and the different uses, but you know, it goes back to relationships because we she had done a segment on these and she <laughs> I popped on the live and she was like Sandra, the motivate oil is I keep thinking of you with it. And honestly, out of these six, it's my favorite. So there are these six blends and they're four different emotional times. So there's motivate, there's cheer, there's passion, there's forgive, there's console, console, and there's peace. And it's funny because the motivate has been the one I've been using and it's got a light type of peppermint smell to it. It's got other things mixed in, but I'm not even going to get into that because I'm not all like onto what every scent is. But it's interesting. Like I love the concept and I love something that's packaged like this, like a small pack to try a bunch of things out, but there's enough so that you have a good, I mean, these are uh, full size rollerballs, So like there's enough that they're not like a sample size. But you get an array of different things. Like I am certainly buying this motivate again in a larger version and I'll make my own mixture too. And that's something I've always been, like I'm all prepared for. So when I find something I like, I'm like, "Ooh, let's have it in multiple places. But I love when things are packaged like this, like in a little trial and Giving you the chance to explore things a little bit more. So, I've been getting into the oils the past few years and I'm not over the top with it, but I do love doTERRA. And there's times that I've started using them where I really, really feel the difference. So, I use their breathe. I'm like so religious with that. Like, when my sinuses, flare up with from allergies. I am just putting breathe oil straight on my face, on my sinuses, underneath my eyes, underneath my nose and inhaling. I mean, I'm putting it on my forehead. And also they're deep blue. I My husband uses, I use on him for his back and things like that. So I'm like, there's some really good mixtures there that I feel like I've really felt the results from. So I've been open to it. And uh, uh, Jen, she also makes some of these different blends and she shared with me. And I'm like, oh, I just love that feeling of inhaling and having these different scents come in and kind of awaken you while you're working. So today I'm talking about the doTERRA touch, the emotional aromatherapy rollerball collection. Check it out at tuscanwellness.com. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info and the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.